Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Well, if... Uh Anybody was paying attention to to the hearing this morning with the House Intelligence uh, House one of the House Intelligence Committees with regard to uh, UFOs. Um, you are greatly disappointed because basically nothing happened during this hearing. Uh, these people that they sent up, who uh, apparently are top intelligence officials in the United States, but they, apparently they don't have any answers, um, and uh, not even to some basic questions. Uh, basically, uh, Scott Bray, who's the deputy deputy director of uh, naval intelligence, along with uh, Ronald Moultrie, who's the Pentagon's top intelligence official, met with uh, this in, uh, committee this morning, uh, and it was a gigantic joke. Um, basically, well, what it boils down to was uh, a bunch of uh, politicians and a couple of intelligence officials basically having a giant circle jerk. They basically sat there and jerked off the public um, and uh, with no information. They tried to act all smart and throwing a lot of uh, information out there that really nobody gives, give, blahs kind of stuff, nobody gives a crap about. And uh, basically insulted the intelligence of every, anybody who's been uh, studying this issue uh, and understands that there is an extraterrestrial presence here on Earth. And uh, they're not even, they're, they're, no, they're nowhere close to... Uh, admitting that in fact i don't think these guys even though they are top intelligence officials i think they went in there uh, and they don't have they, they have plausible deniability i don't think they know i think there's certain people there's no question in my mind there are certain people who uh, are, are part of some sort of group that's working along with some contractors the uh, weapons manufacturers pr uh, private contractors and and it's all top secret and it's actually uh it's not even uh they're, they're not even answerable to congress so we're never going to get that information and so they send up these two guys who have plausible deniability because they only know so much they're only in on the loop with uh uh with the uap sightings and they could just sit back and say yeah we don't know what they are because they don't they're never given any information that it's extraterrestrial because if they were, then they would be lying. Uh, if they're, they, they, they'd, they'd run that risk because somebody, somebody, if somebody directly, if one of our uh, politicians were to directly ask a question like, uh, "Are these things operated by extraterrestrials?" Right? Then they would have to answer under oath, and because you know they would be providing information to a committee, and that means they would have to be telling the truth. 
they can't lie. They're not supposed to lie. So this way, they don't know that they're not brought in the loop. So they they just uh, you know because they don't have a need to know. There's certain people that do it that do know, and uh, they're not going to be brought before Congress. Um, but you're not going to get anywhere. We're never going to get anywhere with these kind of with these kind of hearings. I mean, this is just all nonsense. It's all nonsense. Yeah, we know there's stuff out there flying around. We don't know what they are. These guys are talking about. Uh, it seems like there's a big concern about. Oh, it could be weapons from uh, other countries that are doing this. We know it. That's not what it is. That's not what it is. Maybe every now and then there's something that comes in, but it's it wouldn't be anything that we wouldn't be able to come up with ourselves. These things are flying and, and, and doing things that no 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 human made vehicle can do. But again. You know, because uh, they think the American public are a bunch of morons, and for the most part, a lot of us are. Uh, we don't cry out about this enough. Uh, um, well, what's going on here is uh, this is basically uh, stunting human growth, the, 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 stunting the ability of, of, of humankind to advance because there's a certain little group that's controlling this information. And you know what? And and by do, the, the, these whatever these things are that are coming here, they're so way more advanced than we are. What does it matter if you tell us? Or that's not gonna it's not gonna hurt anything because it's it's just so far advanced. They don't even. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We're never gonna catch up to them. How could we? It's impossible. It's impossible. If they're coming here, that means there's just they're, they're probably tens of thousands, if not a million years more advanced than we are. And they're able, they're able to do things that we just will never be able to do. Not, they'll, and they'll always advance beyond where we, where we are. Even when we get to their level where they are now, which who, who knows, maybe 100,000 years from now, maybe when we get to that level, uh, maybe it won't be that long. Maybe it'll be 1,000 years from now. But anyway, when we get to that level, they'll be, they'll be up, on, up another notch. So they're always going to be better than we are. Anyhow, uh, it, the, the whole hearing was a joke. Uh, basically, there was no answers. In fact, it was completely half-assed. I mean, they came in half-assed, unprepared. Uh, one of the there was only a couple of interesting questions that were asked. In fact, they showed a video uh, of. Uh, uh, from a cockpit of, a, of an aircraft and you can see this thing flying this this spherical object flying flying uh, by the window really really quickly and they don't know what it is and the thing fly, fly flew so fast i mean you could barely see it because it's, it's just it's gone like supersonic beyond anything that we could do right but anyhow uh so one of the one of the uh, committee members, Adam Schiff, a asked the question if they could show that video again and, and stop it so you could so we could see what that thing looks like because it goes by the screen so fast. They weren't prepared for that. You think they would have had a still shot ready or something? They 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 had somebody screwing around with the with the laptop. The, imagine this: the Pentagon brings a laptop that they had they don't that doesn't have the ability to stop on a dime to to show the the Congress this this image. So they go in totally half-assed, and, and, and that's what they... It was a joke. Right, we'll just watch. Here, we'll watch this exchange, and you'll see what I'm talking about. Um, Mr. Bray, can you rerun that first uh, image that looked like it was outside of a plane window? Um, and if you wouldn't mind going up to the screen and tell us what we're, what we're seeing. Uh, I, not that you can necessarily tell us what we're seeing, but right. explain what we should be looking at in that first image. Absolutely. Uh, and Alexi, what I'll ask is if you can stop it at a certain point. Okay, if you could stop that frame. That's not the one. 
No, it's not the one. coming up right here is a there went now back up just a spherical object right here zooms by the window uh, right in this area right there there we go could you see that part right there again going by I think we're having a hard time stopping it in the right spot So as you can see, it's difficult, and I think a part of the issue here is the, um, the laptop we're working with uh, is yeah. not as easy for us stopping that video we'll, in the right we'll, spot. We'll describe what, what we have seen in that. Uh, what are we observing? Uh, what you see here uh, is um, uh, aircraft that is uh, operating in a, uh, in a U.S. Navy uh, training range uh, that has observed uh, spherical objects. Uh, in that area, uh, and as they fly by it, they take a video. You see a, um, it looks uh, reflective in this video, somewhat reflective, uh, and it quickly passes by uh, the cockpit of the, uh, of the aircraft. And is this one of the phenomena that we can't explain? I do not have an explanation for what this, this specific uh, uh, object is. And, and is this one of the situations where it is, that's the, that's the object that we're looking at right there? Thank you. Um, and is this a situation where it was observed by the pilot and it was also recorded by the aircraft's instruments? Uh, we'll talk about the multi-sensor part uh, in a later session. As you can see, that was a complete joke. The only one who uh, asked a, a legitimate question was uh, Representative Gallagher. Uh, he, he brought up about the 1967 Malmstrom uh, incident where a UFO showed up and uh, basically shut down uh, 10 nuclear missiles at, at, a, at, a, at a base in, in, in Malmstrom, Malmstrom Air Force Base in Montana back in 1967. Um, I, I, there's a little article actually uh, from Great Falls Tribune. Uh, if you're un unfamiliar with that story, but you know uh, these people at this hearing today, they should have been familiar with the story. The, the two Pentagon guys, they, they, they didn't have any answers. Uh, that was the, again, that was the only good question that was brought up. And we'll, before I run that uh, that little segment, uh, let, let me just go over this article. To, you know, uh, UFO sighting still resonates. Again, this was from March 12, 2017, this article. It's been nearly 50 years since Robert Salas was a young missileer stationed at Malmstrom Air Force Base and on a mid-March night in a silo near Roy became an unwitting witness to history. Awake and alert underground in the early morning while his commander rested in a two-person compartment where men manage missiles, Robert was alerted by security guards up top. They told me about strange lights in the sky, Robert said. I thought they were pulling my leg. About 10 minutes later, the phone rang again. This time he was clearly frightened, extremely frightened, Robert says. <clears throat> he was looking at, right at the thing, a glowing red object, oval-shaped and some 40 feet in diameter, and it was hovering above the front gate. Uh, 
he considered uh, here's his, uh, later on it says there were two strange incidents just days apart nearly 50 years ago when missiles in the midst of montana were rendered temporarily inoperable robert who came to great falls in 1966 after graduating from the air force academy was there on one of the harrowing nights it's called the oscar flight in reference to the name of the site i was shocked he says and what happened the next day he says was even more stunning he was asked basically ordered he says by commanders to sign a non-disclosure document in which he pledged to never talk about the incident that haunted me, Robert says. That haunted me for a long, long time. Because, he says, the truth is this. It was an unidentified flying object that nobody could explain to this day. The Air Force investigated this secretly, I believe, through 1972. I think this thing was not of this earth. I'm convinced it was not built here because it was able to send signals to each of our missiles separately. The guidance and control equipment was upset in each one. And there's more to the article here. Again, I'll leave the link there for you to read it. But uh, that's important going into, you know, when when uh, Gallagher asked the question uh, regarding this, these guys, you know, they basically didn't have any answers. So check it out. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Thank you for allowing me to join this hearing. Um, I really appreciate uh, the witness's testimony. Um, Mr. Moultrie, as the chairman uh, mentioned, uh, DOD had an initiative to study UFOs in the 1960s called Project Blue Book. It's also been well reported in our briefing and in, in other places that we have more have more recent projects, specifically uh, ATIP. Could you describe any other initiatives that the DOD or DOD contractors have managed after Project Blue Book ended and prior to ATIP beginning? Did anything also predate Project Blue Book? So I, I, I can't speak to what may have predated uh, Project Blue Book. I mean, of course, there's Roswell and all these other things that people have talked about over the years. Um, I'm familiar with Blue Book. I'm familiar with, uh, with ATIP. Uh, I haven't seen other documented uh, studies that have been done by DOD in that regard. So you're not aware of anything in between Project Blue Book and ATIP? I'm not aware of anything that's uh, official that was done in between those two. Okay. It hasn't been uh, brought to my attention. Okay. Uh, additionally, are you aware of any other DOD or DOD contract programs focused on UAPs from a technological engineering perspective? And by that I mean, are you aware of any technology initiatives focused on this topic other than initiatives focused on the individual case inve investigations? I am not aware of any contractual programs that are focused on uh, any anything related to this other than what we are doing in the Navy task force and what we are about to launch in terms of our effort. Uh, same question for you, Mr. Bray. Uh, same answer, not aware of anything outside what we uh, are doing in the UAP task force. So just to confirm, you're not aware of any technology or engineering resources that have been focused on these efforts besides what we've mentioned today? Once again, I'll say no contractual uh, uh, or uh, programmatic uh, efforts that are involved. And the reason why I, I, I Qualify that way. Yeah, let me qualify it that way. I, I can't speak to what people may be looking at in the department. Somebody says, I'm looking at something, I'm looking at something that may Got be it. unidentified, and I, I can't speak to that. I speak to official programs that we have on the record. It's also been reported uh, that there have been UAP observed uh, and interacting with and flying over sensitive military facilities, particularly not just ranges, but uh, some facilities housing our strategic nuclear forces. Uh, one such incident allegedly occurred uh, uh, at Malmstrom Air Force Base, in which 10 of our nuclear ICBMs were rendered inoperable at the same time. A glowing red orb was observed overhead. I'm not commenting on the accuracy of this. I'm simply asking you whether you're aware of it and whether you have any comment on the accuracy of that report. Let me pass that to Mr. Bray. You've been looking at UAPs over the last uh, three years. Uh, that data is not uh, within the holdings of the UAP task force. 
Okay, but are you aware of the, the report or that the data exists somewhere? Uh, I have... Uh, I have heard stories. I have not seen the official data on that. So you've just seen informal stories, no official assessment that you've done or exists within DOD that you're aware of uh, regarding the Malmstrom incident? Uh, all I can speak to is, you know, what's within my cognizance of the UAP task force, and we have not looked at that incident. Well, I, would say, I mean, it's a pretty high-profile incident. Uh, I, I don't claim to be an expert on this, but that's out there in the ether. You're, you're the guys investigating it. I mean, if, who else is doing it? If something was officially brought to our attention, we would look at it. Uh, there are many things that are out there in the ether that aren't officially brought to our attention. So how would it have to be officially brought to your Excuse attention? I'm bringing it to your attention. Sure, so, <laughs> this is pretty official. Sure. So we'll go back and take a look at it. But generally, there is some um, authoritative figure that says there is an incident that occurred. We'd like you to look at this. Uh, but in terms of just tracking what may be in the media that says that something occurred at this time, at this place, um, there are probably a lot of leads that we would have to follow up on. I don't think we have a resource to do that right now. Well, I don't claim to be an authoritative figure, but for what it's worth, I would like you to look in, into it. And sure. If for another reason, you could dismiss it and say this is not worth wasting resources on. Well now, another good question there that Gallagher asks, uh, basically, he want, he, he's wondering if... Uh, you know, in between the closing of Blue Book, Project Blue Book, which was uh, the Air Force's uh, project to study UFOs reported to them by civilians and whoever, right, uh, that closed the night, that was operational from the 1950s into, until 1969. And from that point all the way until the 2000s with the, with the, uh, uh, with, with the, uh, uh, the, the beginning of ATIP, where ATIP was formed uh, to study uh, UFO reported UFO sightings for military personnel. Was there any group in between that time that was studying UFOs? They didn't have an answer for that, too. So you're basically telling me, basically the Pentagon is telling you, right, that they don't know of it. The two top officials are there telling you that they don't know of any organization, any any government group. Right, that has been studying UFOs from all for all those decades. You're gonna you're gonna try to sit there. They're gonna try to sit there and tell the American people that the government wasn't studying UFOs from 1969 all the way up to the 2000s. Does anybody really believe that? Because that's not true. It could not be true. In fact, if it is true, then we have a completely inept military. I don't believe that. I don't believe our military. I don't believe the people in the Pentagon are inept. So that leaves only one answer. The answer to that, there has to be. There is something. There's always been something. There's actually oh, these things like Blue Book and ATIP and now this new one, OGSWAP or whatever it's called, right? Uh, all these things are just, okay, yeah, we can let people know about them, but underneath there's a different group operating, okay? That's what's going on. There's a different group that's secret that doesn't have to answer to anybody, not to Congress. I don't know who, who came up with this rule. But some president in the past, whether it was Truman or Eisenhower or somebody, somebody came up in the past, somebody decided, okay, in the long past sometimes there was something that was that. That's what it seems like because obviously if, if that's not the case, right, then Congress would be getting answers on this. But they're not. They're not. They're not getting answers because they're not. The, this group feels that it doesn't have to give answers to the people, not even to Congress. It doesn't have to. So, and they're, they're going to make you. They're going to try to make you believe that there's no group out there that's been studying UFOs for all these all these years. 
How, how why why wouldn't there be? There would have to be. There's some there are people who have been seeing these things for decades. I saw one. I know that's real. I seen one of these things with my own eyes. Right? With a witness. There was somebody else there. It wasn't my imagination. So I know, I know there's something going on here. And I would hope, right? And that was back in 1994. I would hope that our government is looking into this and, and has been looking into this. But they're not sharing that information with us. They don't want to tell the world. They don't want to tell the United States citizens who whom they are working for that there is uh, extraterrestrial presence here on this planet. And this this is a continuation of that today. This was a complete what happened here today. They com- the government completely jerked off the public. They had a big circle jerk, and a lot of these people in the tell what are they doing in the intelligence? Uh, some of these questions that were asked. Uh, we're, we're from sounded like from morons. There was a, the one congressman LaRouf. I mean, he he he's asking questions. Let, let's let's look at this. Look, listen, what this guy says. Thank you, Mr. Chairman, and want to thank the witnesses for being here today. Uh, obviously, this topic of UAPs uh, has attracted a lot of interest in, in people that are um, curious about uh, this this hearing today. As we talk about, um, and I would say there's a lot of what I would call uh, amateur interest groups uh, that are involved in the UAP field. My, my question is, when um, there are unsubstantiated claims or manufactured claims of UAPs or kind of false information that's put out there, uh, what are the consequences for people that are involved with that or groups that are involved with that? So one of the concerns that we have is that uh, there are a lot of uh, individuals and groups that are, are putting information out there that, um, that could be considered to be somewhat self-serving. Uh, we're trying to do what's in, the, what's in the best interest of, one, the Department of Defense, and then, two, what's in the best interest of the public to ensure that we can put factual-based information back into the mainstream and back into the bloodstream of the reporting uh, media that we have so people understand what's there. It's important because we are attempting, um, as this hearing has, has drawn out, to understand, one, what may just be natural phenomenon, two, what may be sensor phenomenology or things that were happening with sensors, three, what may be legitimate counterintelligence threats to places that we have or bases or installations or security threats to our platforms. And anything that diverts us off of what we have with the resources that have been allocated to us send us off in these spurious uh, chases and hunts that are just not helpful. And they also help, that, well, they also contribute to the undermining of the confidence that the Congress and the American people have that we are trying to get to the root cause of what's happening here, report on that, and then feed that back into our national security apparatus so we are able to protect the American people and our allies. So it is harmful, it is hurtful, but hopefully if we get more information out there, we'll start to lessen the impact of some of those spurious reports. So so just taking that a step further, so that misinformation, false narratives, manufactured, so what are the consequences? Are there legal consequences? Mm -hmm. Are there examples that you can give us where people have been held accountable by this misinformation or disinformation? I I can't give you you any examples where somebody's been legally held liable for putting something out there. But Well, I uh, guess what's the deterrent from people engaging in this activity? 
I don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't have that answer. I, that's something that, uh, you know, welcome the dialogue with, with Congress to talk about that with the members who, uh, you know, help legislate those laws to say what should be the, uh, the legal ramifications that we could use to potentially hold individuals accountable. How about that? What a moron. What kind of question is that? What, what, what's he talking about? Of course, there's people out there, there's morons out there, there's idiots out there, there's trolls out there that, that come up with all kinds of fake UFO videos and throw them on Twitter. Was that what he's talking about? Those people? Right? Is he talking about people that report? Like, say I report my, my UFO, because I don't have proof, I don't, I, don't, I don't have the physical proof in my hands to show, I know I saw what I saw. Does, is that what he, he's talking to me about that? But what I saw? Oh, that you can't prove that, so you must be lying? Is that what he's I don't understand what this guy's saying. And he's on the intelligence committee? Did somebody make a mistake here? He needed to be on the stupidity committee, because this guy's a dope. He's a dummy. Dumb dumb. Get him out of there. Get somebody on there with some brains. Actually, most of those people need to get thrown out of there. These people don't even know what kind of... What are they asking? Direct questions about what's going on here instead of this nonsense. Instead of one other question that was asked. Uh, uh, what, how, what, do they, what do they do when they see one? What's the reporting? Uh, how do they report it? Who cares how they report it? They fill out a paper. Anybody can figure that out. So, so, so basically, this guy was one of these uh, congressmen was was w wondering, okay, how how is uh, like say somebody in the air force sees one of these things? What's what's the protocol for for like who gives a shit? Ask them the real questions, right? Ask them the real questions. Okay, are these things? Do you think these things are extraterrestrial? What's the chances of that? Have you ever determined what the chance? What's have, did you ever come up come, uh, come up with an idea of how the possibility that these things might be extraterrestrials? How what, what's the percentage chance of that? Ask them some real questions about what we know is going on here because these things aren't being operated by human beings. And not only that, it's not it's, it's not like they didn't just show up and start showing up in two thousand four, right? Uh, with the Nimitz, it, that it's been going on way before that, way before that, since nineteen forty seven at least is when we've been noticing these things. And of course, it's been going on way before that, as we know now. You know, there's been people that've seen things for decades before nineteen forty seven, before the uh, you know the big UFO scare back in forty seven. But it started then because people were paying attention, and and no answers have been given, no real answers have been given. In fact, the government actively back in the fifties actively tried to debunk these things and make people who who claim to see these things make them look like nuts. Right, that's but that was their part. They're the ones who started this stigma, and now they're talking about these two guys. That's one thing they talked about today. We're trying to remove the stigma. Yeah, but you—it's actually the military that started the stigma in the first place. Just tell them that they're, they're nuts. They're seeing things. They, you know, me must have been drunk. Right. That's that. They, they're the guys who started that. But anyway, you, you, if you don't see this, your intelligence—they uh, don't give a shit. Right, they don't care. They're going to insult your intelligence with this tripe because that's what this was. This was complete, absolute garbage. Again, the only one who I'll give credit to here, right, is Gallagher. He's the only one who who had some kind of knowledge about what the past with us, about the history of UFOs. Obviously, he's done some. He's done a little modicum of research, right. At least Schiff, a little bit. I'll give him a little bit of credit. Otherwise, that, that's about it. I'll give him a little bit of credit for asking at least, hey, could you just pause that video so I could see what that object looks like? Could you just pause it for a second? I just want to see what that circular object looks like. Again, you know, this whole thing. And then, but it's not even worth it. I mean, 
I, I could tell you to go waste your time and watch this thing, but you'd just be wasting your life. Life's too short. Life's too short to waste your time with this garbage, right? You're, you Basically, again, what happened here, this was a big, all this was was a big show to jerk off the public, right? Where you had a bunch, you had some guys from the Pentagon and, and a bunch of uh, co committee members jerking each other off, jerking, jerking off the public for, for a show. That's all this was. This was all nonsense, all nonsense, and it's a complete, absolute slap in the face to people who know that there's more to this. In fact, I know I saw on Twitter, like I said, Christopher Mellon was upset. I'm sure, you know, I'm, <clears throat> I'm sure there's a lot of people upset today, right? A lot of people knew this was coming. I knew this was coming. I knew they weren't going to say anything. They weren't going to spill the beans. All this does is this, it gives, it gives and, and, you know, again, this feeds into the, into the debunkers out there. See, 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 right? Who, who have the, the, just come up with their own bullshit, their own stories, uh, that, uh, to try to debunk these things. And then it, basically their stories end up most of the time more outrageous than, uh, the notion that these things are extraterrestrial. But, uh, again, it's very upsetting, uh, I have no confidence in anybody on that intelligence committee. Maybe I'll give, again, I'll give Gallagher a, a you know, there, there needed to be more questions, more pertinent questions. And of course, then when it was over, they went into a, a closed meeting to talk about, I guess, you know, things that they don't want the public to know about, like, you know, what, what they're doing. Like one of the questions that we can't know about is how, what they're doing to try to track these uh, USOs, underground submerged objects that are, you know, underneath the ocean. And, you know, they see them actually flying into the ocean sometimes. They're, they're not only do they have the ability to fly in the air, but then they just dive into the ocean and then disappear, you know. But we 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 don't know. We, we're not allowed to know on how they're tracking that. Okay, that's fine. You don't want to reveal your uh the method that you're using because maybe uh, russia might figure it maybe they'll come up with their own version of it then i i get that i get that but that's not again that's all that uh, this stuff about worried about uh they're they're, they're they could be uh things that are manufactured by china or russia uh you know it could be that we got to be careful that's all bullshit come on that's bullshit that's bullshit. This has been going on for all these years. These things have been flying around. There's no way. There's no way, right? There's absolutely no chance. No chance that these things are manufactured in other countries and that they're that they have this kind of technology because this technology has been around for decades since the 40s that we know of at least. Again, it's just an insult to intelligence and they're not they're not going to tell you anything. They're they're gonna they're gonna act like you're a bunch of morons and nobody's the meet our mainstream media. Come on, come on! What a joke they are! They're a joke. Mainstream media, you suck. You totally suck. You never ask the hard questions. You never dig into this. You, and then when you talk about it on your sixty minute show or something like that, you sit there with a smirk on your face, on your stupid face when when you have somebody you somebody telling you that there's there's something to this. You had people like David Fravor, and you have what's his name, uh, the, the the guy, the interviewer, I can't remember his name, but sitting there with a smirk on his face because he just can't believe it. Oh my God! You because your head was up your ass your whole fucking life. That's why. That's why you can't believe it because your head's up your ass. And I'll tell you what, anybody who who listens to this bullshit, this government telling you this bullshit, your head's up your ass. Get your head out of your ass.